Radio Boys for Wednesday, April 29th. Fuck it, we're doing it live. It's a raw feed. I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. And we're back at it. Doing our thing. And like a chicken got, wang. We've got some news. We've yeah. got a full-on battle going on. Yeah, this is... So we opened last week's show talking about how last week's show was so chock full of news, was one of the biggest shows we've ever done, one of the most important broadcasts we've ever done. And that show is a total snooze fest compared to the blockbuster that we have lined up this week. This is nuts. This is war. Yes. It is a story that can only be dubbed... Trolls World War. And I'm so glad you said that because I would not have been able to get that out of my mush mouth. No, you had no chance. All all the W's that were in there and then trolls would have been a disaster just saying that. So this this actually just broke today. Yes. Which is great because, you know, normally on a normal, a normal week, we would put out our show Monday. Monday night at the latest. Tuesday morning at the latest, I guess. Yes. But the thing with, with with this now is that the box office never sleeps. And you have to have a nose and an instinct for when a big, mm-hmm. sh- big story is going to break. Yes. You have to have a nose for news. And luckily, we're both part of the media and we have that nose for news. <laughs> so I'm a, a brainworm, so I have no nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm inside the, the head of the, of the media. But I had an inkling. That something big was going to happen. So, and you did too. So we just were like, let's just see what's going to happen. We will do an episode when this story breaks. Because you can feel it in the air, right? You know yes. how like when a storm is brewing mm-hmm. and you have that trick knee? Yes. Our knee, uh, our news knees hurt. Yeah. And I have box office elbow. So mm. I'll get like a pain in my left elbow when there's going to be a big news story coming it's like numb and then it starts getting really painful and let me tell you today i was in agony oh that's great i that's what i love to hear because when your elbow is uh causing you pain i know we're gonna have a good show i mean we've been teasing these people teasing them with the with the elbow it's time to tell them what happened well universal studios is at war with the biggest movie theater chain in the world that's AMC. what's happening. AMC. Yes. So what happened here was Trolls World Tour came out on VOD and it was a smash success. Now this is what they uh, there's no real way for us to know if these numbers are correct. But the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. w- reported that Trolls World World Tour has made 100 million dollars in its streaming debate right debut uh, yeah it's in a its debate. streaming debate but <laughs> there is streaming. there is no debate it's made a hundred million dollars on its two-day rental strategy so so far the, the 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 thing to remember is trolls world tour is not available for sale it is a two-day rental yes at twenty dollars each so that is again approximating the the theatrical business where basically 
you're going to get to see, you're going to watch it once, but you're not going to own it. Mm-hmm. And it made $100 million. That's a big hit. Again, for like a Trolls sequel, which is always going to do worse than the one before it. This movie well, is going to make a hundred over $100 million in its domestic, basic theatrical run. Yeah, so this movie was rented 5 million times and grossed $100 million in sales. And it has netted Universal more revenue in three mm-hmm. weeks than the original Trolls movie made in five months at the box office. Right. And well, so- that's because they you get 80% of the VOD money, whereas with theaters, it's a 50-50 split on ticket sales. Yes. But so that's great, right? Great Big success. Hit. Great success for Universal. We should be happy for them. They're going to stay Great for the afloat. trolls. The trolls are movie stars again. Now, here's what happened. The Universal starts crowing about these numbers and says, going forward, uh, we're going to put movies in the theaters, but we're also going to use this avenue too. And AMC mm-hmm. got its hackles up. It started freaking out because that was a shot across the bow. That's saying, oh, so we're no longer favored nation. You right. are going to just take COVID, which is a tragedy and a trauma for all of us, and use this as a reason to break that window that we have created without coming to the table with us. There was never talk. There was never any kind of business haggling or anything like that. This is a unilateral decision and action made by Universal towards theater owners. This is the murder of Franz Ferdinand that kicked off World War I. That's what Trolls World Tour is. Absolutely. It's, it's of that ilk. Yes. And you know what? You knew this was going to happen. As much as you say, oh, they're using a tragedy, a pandemic to, to take advantage. That, that's what was always going to happen. They, they, of course they were going to use a pandemic to, to their business advantage. Because AMC right now, listen, we hate to say it because we love AMC. We're AMC card members. Proud we're, A-listers. We're, Proud A-listers, but AMC is weak right now. They're on the ropes. On the ropes, covered in blood. Maybe the foot got cut off in between rounds. It's bad. It's a it's a slaughter. Like this is the ref should have stopped the fight, but the ref is on the take, so he's letting the beating happen. AMC is in debt, covered in blood. It's a disaster. And Universal is going to take advantage. Now, that, I think that's the first rule. And is that wrong? I don't know. Well, the first rule of business is to Mm -hmm. be unsentimental about it. Yes. You can't have emotions or feelings when it comes to these kind of things. So like you said, in, in tragedy comes the opportunity to get ahead in business. That is always how it's been. Right. Always. So I feel like Universal 
is able to do this. There's nothing, I, I am not holding it against them for doing this. But I think the issue that I have is I think it's foolish to use data from this time in history to move ahead with an initiative that could ruin relationships without more data points, right? Well, so, because number one, this is a kids' movie. So, what we said before, we right. said in the last episode, the rats need their cheese. Mm-hmm. So, a movie like Trolls is cheese for the rats. Right. But we're going to get into it more. The Pete Davidson starrer, king of Staten Island, mm-hmm. is now going straight to uh, PVOD. Uh, probably, I think, uh, uh, it's going on June 12th. Yeah, it was supposed to open in June, so it can't be in a movie theater in June. I I think we're, okay, so I think right now you're mixing up a few different But you didn't let me finish. Let me speak. What I'm saying is that 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 movie is going to do not much business in this avenue. No, it's going to do nothing. Well, and that's the thing is that it's that movie is going to do nothing because people of the ilk who would see that movie will not pay for content. Sure, but also that movie was going to bomb in theaters. It'll bomb on VOD. It would have bombed if Blockbuster Video was open. It probably is going to bomb on like uh, bootleg DVDs in Times Square if that were still a distribution model like. King so of Staten you Island think was that on my Times Square bootleggers yes. are going to have too many copies of Staten Island's uh, Staten Island King of Staten Island. A hundred percent. They they're going to get stuck with so many uh, of these uh, cam shot vids, or they would have if if theaters were open, and it would have bombed on that platform. That that's just a movie that is destined to bomb everywhere it'll be low rated when they air it on comedy central on you know sunday mornings it's it's just not a movie people are going to want so i i don't think comparing that to trolls is fair it never was going to do as well as trolls world tour the trolls are movie stars pete davidson's not a movie star no, we know the this tro- we the trolls yeah this sequel was actually headed for disaster. It was on my bombs list. And this is a movie that did better on PVOD because of the time it was released right. and the kind of movie it was. It was the first new big kids movie that would have been available that didn't get a chance to go to theater so it was a it was a huge deal right well i think i think we're, we haven't moved to the next part of this story which is so universal basically said trolls world tour did great it's opened our eyes we are going to make changes in some of our theatrical releasing going forward and i think the thing to note is this isn't saying oh, we want to start doing everything as uh, uh, VOD release. The whole thing that these uh, movie studios want is they want to shorten that window. They want to put stuff out in movie theaters 
and get it onto VOD and rental a lot sooner than they're currently allowed to. And, and I that's think that's something that we've happen. lobbied for. We've yes. lobbied for that. And that when I say AMC is bloodied, AMC is on the ropes, the studios are going to take advantage. That's what I mean. I think this is the time for the studios to say, we don't give a shit about the old ways, about the 90-day window where movies could only be in theaters. That's over. Like, I, I'm imagining Universal has got AMC up against a brick wall, knife, switchblade to their throat, and they're saying, it's over. It's it's over. And so, what is AMC? AMC responded by saying, well, we're not playing your movies anymore. They told Universal, we will not release Universal movies. Well, and, that's okay. So that's the big thing, is that yeah, they have then the said... Thing. That means no F9 at AMC's if this if this war continues. Right. A year from now, you will A-list members will not be able to see F9. And I feel like there's no way AMC doesn't blink. Yes. They this was such a bad move on their part because they made a threat that they have no way to back up. AMC cannot just forego releasing F9, Munions 3, mm-hmm. um, Jurassic World 3 is coming out next summer from Universal. They, they can't do it. If AMC doesn't release those movies, I take that A-list card. I, I would sh- I sh- shove it up my ass. That's what value it has. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I, and all the uh, A-listers are going to do the same thing. They're all going to take the A-list card and they're going to shove it up their ass. Yeah, it'll be the A-list challenge yeah. or whatever. It'll raise money for, uh, you know, like uh, hemorrhoid research. Of course. Yeah, of course. Film yourself on YouTube, shoving a, a A-list uh, premiere card up your ass. And, you know, you get your uncle to donate five bucks for uh, hemorrhoid research. And you know what? I'll, I'm telling you, and I've been saying this, hemorrhoids are going to be the, 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 the silent epidemic after this mm-hmm. epidemic. Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting a lot more, and things aren't the same as they were no. down there, no. is all I'll say. And you don't have access to creams. It's, it's a real volcano situation. Inflatable donuts, I guess, are not essential items for Amazon Prime, so I'm waiting till mid-May for it. Yeah, they closed that factory a while ago. So, yeah. So I I do think that AMC was stupid. But I'm telling you, Universal should, you need more data points. And I know that you don't need it because it's been leading to this anyway. Yeah, it's not about, again, it's not about replacing the theatrical. They are just looking to just get those old-fashioned rules thrown out. And and get, you know, even something like Jurassic World, it's going to do Bafo Bobo for three weeks, four weeks. And then at that point, throw it on VOD and make another half billion dollars with it. Mm-hmm. And and this is the time to do it. Universal, they see a pandemic and they're taking advantage of it. 
Well, because you want, and we've talked about this with the reason why a lot of the movies that were about to come out before all the theaters closed went to streaming services early because of all of the ad buys that mm-hmm. this, these companies had done. They needed to keep it they needed to keep their product in people's minds. Right. So if you shorten that window, you already have those ads running about a movie. And then if it's available at home, you don't have to do a separate ad buy for, an, for like, you know, three months from now to right. tell somebody about the VOD. You just buy it all up front. Right. You have two dates. You have the date when it's going to be in theaters and the date it's going to be at home. Right. And I think that will save these companies tons of money. Now, that's going to cycle. That's going to make the, the cultural cycle of movies move so much faster, even more than it is now. Well, it's going to be cool because I like the idea of a movie will stay in a conversation longer because it'll come out in theaters, people will see it, and then it'll come out at home right away and people will see it and we'll be getting to talk about it for a lot longer. Yeah. Um so what do you, yeah, what do you think, you know, looking at this strictly as a fight, Universal and AMC are locked in what we've dubbed Trolls World War. Does AMC have a chance, or or a week from now, are are they are they begging for forgiveness? I don't think they do because they are in the they their business is the most tenuous. Universal will always be able to create some sort of content, right? They will always be able to generate things. A theater can only operate. If somebody gives them things. And so it's not going to make sense for a theater to shut off some of the biggest things it could show just over a fight like this. Right. They've got to realize that that money is going to go out the window. That money is not going to go to them. They're going to start losing. They're going to start losing certain amounts of money because of this window shrinking right and it's up to them to pivot because it is an eventuality and it like you said it's coming faster because of this tragedy and universal is taking the opportunity to do a power move as they should right and amc needs to not resist it but they do need to ask for more respect yeah so amc needs to bend over but at the same time Say, please respect me. Yeah, don't pull my hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if, I, you could, if you could avoid uh, slapping it, I would appreciate that. Yeah, I do think that there is a level of disrespect that Universal showed AMC. Oh, yeah. It, this, was, this was some real dick-waving. That, that I haven't seen since the heyday of MoviePass. Yes, yes. Which was such an interesting uh, uh, scenario of dick waving because Movie Pass did so much dick waving, and it turned out in the end barely had a dick, or at least did not have the financing to keep the dick afloat. Yes, 
absolutely. You got to keep the you got to make sure you have enough money to keep the dick afloat. Right. If you're going to That's the wait, other rule of yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Whereas Universal, they they could pay for their dick for a while, so they're going to waive it. Yeah, I I mean, where do you fall on this? I mean, obviously, we've talked about shortening the window from theatrical to VOD. Seems like it makes all the sense in the world. Um, And just as a viewer of a fight, it's, it's interesting to see a huge company like AMC just get uh, so publicly humiliated as they obviously are right now. Again, I know AMC is trying to uh, uh, to seem strong in this, that they're not going to show universal movies, but if you got half a brain in your head, you know that they are just getting their asses whooped mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, and they basically said something that they know they have no chance of backing up. Like the the reversal of uh, this statement, whether it's a week from now or three months from now, is going to be utter and complete. Like AMC, at some point, will say, "Please give us F nine. Please give us the Munions. We are so sorry for what we said." Yeah, and it's like, so in this time, too, where we still don't know what revenues are going to look like for theaters going forward. So so we do have some states that are saying you can have theaters open now. One, right. One of, or soon. One of which is Georgia. Mm-hmm. So Georgia said that you can now open theaters with limited capacity and social distancing and all these different caveats. But if you are a theater owner, you can open for business. Mm -hmm. Now, AMC, Regal, Cinemark, the big guys, they have said, no, we're going to wait till mid-July, mid-summer. They're waiting for Tenet, basically. Well, because that's the issue is that there's no new product. Trolls is already on VOD, PVOD. So so that's not going to be a draw. Some right. of these obviously there's Joker, so you could you could show Joker. Yeah, so some of these theaters want to use catalog titles, but the catalog titles are available to you in your home. Nobody's going to go out to a theater to see a catalog title unless it's Joker, of course. Right. Well, Joker, and you know, hmm, you could what they could do is is show the movies. That we have been unable to see at home. So what I'm thinking, of course, is show us the day the clown cried. You know, do your soft opening of these movie theaters in June by showing the lost Jerry Lewis Holocaust clown movie. Uh, yeah, or the the Rolling Stone, uh, uh, the the Rolling Stone documentary Cocksuckers Blues, which is rarely ever shown in public mm-hmm. right right things like that really make it a, yeah. a happening yes because i think and again you got joker that's huge people are gonna go see it you pair joker with the jerry lewis holocaust clown movie 
clowns are back, theaters are open, double bill. And that's how you get people back, ease them into movies, ease them in with Joker and the Jerry Lewis Holocaust clown movie. Or what is that Leonardo DiCaprio movie that they, they the, uh, e, e, what is it called? Plums, Eve's Plum or something? Oh, with him and, 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 uh, Tobey Maguire, yeah. like picking up hookers and stuff. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so triple feature maybe. And then you show Harmony Corinne's fight. Right, right. All these things you can't see. That's that's the catalog of items we want to see. Yes. Like, you can't just be like, come see When Harry Met Sally on Friday night. No, no. Great movie. We love it. But everyone's seen it a million times. It's on Netflix right now. It's not going to You got to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think dig deep into that catalog. You know, you go into the basement and the sub-basement of movies. And that's how you do your soft relaunch of movie theaters but as of today no big theaters in georgia have opened up and according to cbs 46 which is the Mm -hmm. cbs station in georgia the station of record they they no, no theaters that they know of have have opened up any any theaters of note right Okay. Some restaurants have opened up though, so you can go to Bad Daddy's Burger Bar if you want. Smoke Smoky Bones Barbecue is open, mm-hmm. right? Chronic Tacos open for business. Rocky Mountain Pizza, they're all kicking it, but you're right. not going to be able to go to a theater right now, other than right, right. drive-throughs, which have been kicking through this whole thing and keeping movie going going but the thing with a drive-in is the novelty of it will make up for the fact that you're watching a catalog film right that and also they're still showing they're still showing joker they're still showing you know sonic there's there's newish movies that are still in these drive-ins yes but i think i i think your your people are going to go see a movie at a drive-in that they wouldn't see in an enclosed theater right now. Right, right. That's just the facts. Right. Yeah, an enclosed theater is still going to need either the new blockbusters like Tenet or the uh, the real catalog curiosities. Yeah. So if I'm AMC yeah. and I'm not opening until Tenet, that's really yeah. when it's probably because everything before that's most likely going to get moved. Again, we're teasing it. We're going to go more into the King of Staten Island. That got moved to, to PVOD. Anything in June is probably going to go by the wayside. There's barely anything coming out right now. So July, mid-July is going to be the target. Right. And until then, AMC doesn't know what its business gonna, is going to look like. It doesn't know how much money it's going to lose strictly from the limited capacity it's going to be able to put into those seats. So it's not going to come out guns blazing. So it doesn't really have a a foot to stand on right now. It's going to have to capitulate to the companies and to the movie makers right now. Yes, it, 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 it it's it's they're they're just in the weakest position they could possibly be in. I mean, when these theaters open, 
are people really going to buy as much popcorn as they used to? No. You know, because that, that's where AMC makes all its money. It makes its money in popcorn and uh, and hot dogs. Yes. It doesn't make all its money in tickets. And I think, sadly, theaters are going to open and and theater goers are going to go with a fuller belly than they used to. Mm-hmm. They're going to be f- because they're going rice and beans. They're going to want to eat at home. You know, everyone's baking bread. Oh, the- they learn. We all learned how to bake bread during the the uh, quarantine. Absolutely, the amount of and bread that these they're going to talk about filling up on bread. Like that's that's right. all they're going. They're just going to have slices of bread. Yeah. With be- and people are going to eat their bread, and they're not going to buy the popcorn. Yeah, rice and beans. That that's what people are consisting on, and that's heavy stuff. Right, right, right. right. People are going to be sneaking cans of beans into these theaters because they're small, like popcorn. So you you sort of, you know, you bring a can of bean into a movie theater, you'll get the same motion that you used to out of eating a bucket of popcorn. This, you know, you're just popping black beans this is or, what the, or chickpeas. This is what the theaters start selling instead. They start selling yeah. cleaning mm-hmm. supplies. They mm-hmm. start selling non-perishable food items. Not to be right. eaten at the theater, but to be taken home to add to the collection in case there's another outbreak see i i i like i push back on that i think i love the idea of of amc selling canned beans i think that's a very smart pivot from from popcorn but i think you're selling canned beans to eat at the theater you put little can openers on the armrests and that way it's like we get it you don't want to buy a bucket of popcorn because you know, it, it's it, people, you're reaching your hand in there and and the popcorn bucket is open facing and it's not protected. But a can of beans, you, you buy that a concession, you, you pop it open at your seat and you got this fully protected uh, food item that replicates popcorn because you're just popping them in your mouth. Do you think... Mm-hmm. That AMC, Regal, Cinemark, right? Should they have signs that say "No outside gloves and masks"? Okay. And sell AMC, Regal, branded gloves and masks, or film branded gloves and masks, so that they they can say. The reason we're selling these and not bringing mm-hmm. in yours is because we don't know how, we don't know where you got yours from. We got ours yes. from a reputable seller. These are right. going to keep this amount of illness away, this amount of germs. These gloves are, th- you know, this thick. They're the same ones that the f- people in the front line were using, only right, now right. they're Joker gloves. Right, right. Is that something that they can do so that they can stay afloat? Because, like you said, people aren't going to eat popcorn, but if they can't bring their mask, if they have to throw away their mask at the door, then five bucks a pop, you get masks, ten bucks gloves, because there's two of them, so you have to double the price. And then that's $15 right there. That's the amount you pay for. Right, 20 bucks, you get a gloves. You twenty bucks, you get gloves, mask, and a can of beans. Exactly. 
mm-hmm. right? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking that that might be a way for AMC to fight back. Yeah, I mean, I think that you got to do what you got to do, uh, and that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense because they're not going to be selling nearly as many Juji fruits as they did before. No. They're not. I mean, nacho sales may go down to almost zero. It may go down so low that it is a rounding error. And if you look at a snow cap, a right. snow cap kind of looks like coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like what what a what a virus looks like under a microscope. So ain't nobody You're right. Snow so caps. those are done. Yeah. So I I think you replace your nacho sales with uh with mask and glove sales. Yeah, AMC, I think this is a regal AMC Cinemark. That's what you need to do. Yes. And and you gotta you gotta listen. I know the the hard thing is to take that disrespect that Universal showed you and still be able to come to the table, be the bigger company and come to the table, but make sure that when you whisper in Universal's ear, they know don't ever disrespect me like that again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you do it real low in the ear and you grab a, a vulnerable place mm-hmm. and you don't squeeze it, but you're going to act like you're going to squeeze it. And you say, right. so you, speak to mm-hmm. me like a man next time. Speak to right. me like a man. Right, right. That would be what I would As say. You, yeah. I think uh, I think if they've got the the bean sale plan lined up, they'll be in a much stronger position. Absolutely. So we'll be following Trolls World War right now. Universal and AMC are uh, completely at war. AMC, like we said, swearing they will not be showing any Universal Studios movies, which. We're both calling our bluff on that, but who knows? And it's very easy to say now that no movies are coming out. Exactly. And no theaters are open. Exactly. So let's quickly talk about a move that we have been teasing. Okay. The King of Staten Island, Judd Apatow's newest... Is he directing it or just producing it? Yeah, no, he directed it. Same same deal he had with uh, Amy Schumer and Trainwreck. He wrote it with Pete Davidson. He's directing it. He's producing it. This is a Judd Apatow movie. Maude Apatow starring. Is in it, of course. So this movie was supposed to come out the 19th of June. It is now coming out on PVOD, June 12th. And this is a big move. And it's a move that I think we were expecting. Yes, we called this right. Well, both of our prediction was that it would make sense to just go straight to like a streamer. Yes. Like HBO Max or Peacock. All all uh, lovebirds going coming to Netflix. Yes. So here and so this was the argument that I was making earlier is that this movie is not going to move the bar in any substantial way to prove that the window should be shortened. If anything, I think it'll prove that a movie like this should go to streaming immediately and skip theaters 
mm-hmm. altogether. Don't even plan to put it in the theaters. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to learn much from what happens with this movie because, again, it was destined to flop on any distribution platform other than if they released it on, like, IG stories. Mm-hmm. TikTok. So, yes, yes. Couldn't... So putting it out on VOD, though... They should have put it it'll out as also a thousand be interesting. TikToks. Yes, which they maybe they could still do a week later. Yeah. But it'll also be interesting, like you said, the VOD numbers that we get are just the studio deciding whether or not they want to make an announcement. So obviously Universal is going to make a big show of reporting the Trolls World Tour numbers because it did Bafo Bo- uh, Oh, Bafo Bobo Bafo Vodo. Ho 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 It's home box office, so it's 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 ba- uh, uh Bafo Hobo. Yeah. So of course they're going to report those numbers, but King of Staten Island comes out and, you know, 15 people rent it. They don't have to tell us that. True. So we might just get an announcement from Universal saying it was bought. Yeah. Did anyone get it? Yeah, sure. That's That'll be their announcement. Yeah, people got it. It's out there. It's out there. So we may never know what kind of numbers King of Staten Island does. And that then, what that creates for us, because... In a world where a movie like that goes straight to PVOD and there's movies in the theaters, we're not covering that because we're not the PVOD boys. We're the VO boys. And we'll no longer have to worry about those small potatoes. Mm -hmm. So we're only talking about this now because like, this will only affect us because I'm always thinking about how things will affect me personally and the BO boys in in uh, next after that. We won't even have to talk about these kind of films because we're only going to be talking about the movies that made it to the big screen. Mm-hmm. And those movies will have more pressure on them because they will need to make more money uh, than a PVOD film will. And PVOD will be not as special because you can go places. Right. Because it'll be like 3D after Avatar. In the sense that Avatar came out, 3D was the biggest thing. You start putting out other movies in 3D. Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans, exactly. I was going to say that. Um, My Bloody Valentine 3D. Piranha 3D and then Piranha 3DD. Right. But then a year or two later, no one gave a shit about 3D. Yes. So And it it was just a gimmick. PVOD, I don't think, will be a gimmick, but I think it will definitely be something that is not as special. Right. In a non-COVID world. Right. Yeah, COVID is to uh, VOD what Avatar was to 3D. I would say that's very on the nose. Yeah, yeah, that should be a meme and people will get it. 
Well, so also, and this is a something else that Disney is continuing to shorten their windows by dropping one of the, like we said, biggest bombs, probably biggest bombs of the 2010s, right? I would say. The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Is going to Disney Plus on May the 4th. Right. Yeah, that that's, uh, I mean, God, we've been covering the bomb that was Rise of Skywalker, it seems like, our whole lives at this point. And yes, and this is a way to, it's getting beat on all of the VOD platforms. Mm-hmm. It's not dominating the way a Star Wars movie should. So what they're saying is, you know what, let's put it on this streaming platform and hide it amongst all these other things people could watch and all these uh, all this other content that people are paying for so that we can protect it right let's just put it it'll be up there on the same window carousel as willow and blank check and disney's the kid it'll it'll just be mixed in there with all that other content and a kid in king's king arthur's court right things that people right. will actually subscribe to that service to see Right. More people, and we'll never get these numbers, but I I could see more people will watch Angels in the Outfield next month on Disney Plus than will watch Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. One of the all-time bombs. Yeah, so again, Rise of Skywalker fleeing with its tail between its legs to Disney Plus. Yeah. So is there anything else on this King of Staten Island change? It's a movie, I guess, that... This is the format it's going to sink in. I feel like Trolls was the big shot across the bow. And there's mm-hmm. going to have to be another big smash that comes along for it actually be newsworthy in the sense of diving deep into what it means for that window. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll tell you right now, we've, t- we've talked about this before, but my prediction is the next Purge movie, which was scheduled to come out in theaters in early July. Uh I think it's still on the schedule, but I would bet that movie is going to be a VOD release and it's going to be huge. Okay. So that's my prediction. Is the the Purge movie, uh, which the full title escapes me, but that's going to be a movie that makes, you know, $80 million VOD. Well, the thing too, and very quickly we'll we'll cover this is that in the future it's the PVOD window will be important, but also the all these companies and all, all, like they all are going to have their own specific streaming services. So mm-hmm. you're going to have tiers of of movies, more tiers of movies than you've had before because you'll have the theatrical releases, which will be the crown jewels. Those will be the, the important films. Those will right. be the blockbuster tentpoles. Then you will have the movies that go into the theater, but then the window is shrunk and they are PVOD. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have the straight to HBO Max movies. You'll have the straight to, which they just actually come to think of it, the uh, a new Seth Rogen starring comedy is going straight to HBO Max. Yeah, American I mean, Pickle. It, it makes sense. And that, yeah, and that. So that's going to be 
another stream where that's not going to be a PVOD. That's going to be straight to a streamer to bring subscribers. And mm-hmm, then so mm-hmm. you're going to have those honeypot movies that are your subscribers are going to not be able to resist and want to subscribe to a service for. Right. And so that's a whole different range of films. And you're, it's going to be interesting to see what sort of films make it into each category. Because I would say, like we said, theatrical number one, PVOD number two, and then straight to streaming site three. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, going to push out a lot of straight to, D, like, straight to VOD kind of films that used to exist, which were those low-budget action years. Mm, yeah, I feel like there'll always be a place for those. Um, but yeah, so is there anything else as far as moves that have been announced? Is, is King of Staten Island the only one that was announced this week? I, I mean... That's the only one I could find. Yeah, and, and otherwise it's all big stuff. Like, I don't want to get yeah. into the long... Things that things happening three years from now. Things that all the Marvel are being moves. moved from two thousand one. Uh, I mean, twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. I I don't think our listeners care about because they're just no. thinking about what what am I going to do tomorrow to right. ease the crushing boredom, coupled with the high level of soul destroying anxiety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're not worried about Doctor Strange two moving dates. No, we've got to um, focus on Tenet. We got to focus on Tenet staying where it is mid July, mm-hmm. and then after that, if we are able to go see Tenet and we have the opportunity to see Tenet, we can all breathe again. Yes, but six feet apart. Don't be like laying out a big huge sigh of relief in front of an old lady because you don't know no breathe into your hands with relief yes um all right so there is one final news story that we haven't even touched on yet no but we've been leading kind of towards it because of the talk of movies going straight to be pvod when they should have gone theatrical Mm Hmm. so clayton why don't you set up What's going on with the Oscars this year? Well, the the Oscars are going forward as planned, the same date that they're, they're supposed to be going. So mm-hmm. they haven't been moved because it's going to be in February. And uh, they have changed some of the rules. But the ones pertaining to our conversation is mm-hmm. that for movies that were planned to have theatrical releases... They are waiving the restriction that that movie would have to have been in theaters for seven days in order to be eligible for an Oscar. Okay. So therefore, Trolls World Tour will be eligible for Best Animated Film, even though it was not reported in theaters. Because I'm sure it's in 13 drive-ins. Right. And it's been there. It is in drive-ins. It's in theaters. Yeah, for seven days. But movies that, say, for example, King of Staten Island could get a screenplay nomination because it was a planned theatrical release 
that is mm-hmm. now going to PVOD. Okay. And you are up in arms about this. I'm not up in arms. All I'm saying is there is so much room to fuck with the Academy here because all you got to say now is, oh, yeah, I was going to open this in theaters. It, it, it's not. It can't and, be a word. You can't just say it. it. There has to have been. See, Is that it? I'm reading this article. I don't see anything that it, that says you've got to uh, 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 present anything more than your word. HBO could say, yeah, that Paterno made-for-TV movie sequel or whatever I'm putting out in October. Yeah, we were going to put that in theaters. Let's put it up for an Oscar. I I disagree that this, that this fraud will be so rampant and that a film that is not... Because here's the thing. They're only up for Oscar contention. That doesn't mean that they're going to get nom nom noms or they're going to get any foothold in the race. I think you are being very naive, which I get you're from the staff. Oh, here we go. Don't, don't pull this. I'm listen, I'm hunkered down in Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, but you're from the stacks. You're from good stock. Good people who who take each other at their word. Uh, I I'm gonna Not push back the... again. I don't. I okay. wouldn't say good stock. Well, you, your family is of good stock. I would say you may not have. I would say you may be salt of the, the earth. stock that went bad. Salt of the earth. And I think you're not looking at it from a fast talking big city point of view, which I always am. And if I'm Netflix or Amazon Prime or Crackle, all I got to say is, yeah, I was going to, if I'm Crackle, yeah, I was going to put this David Spade uh, eight part show out as a movie and it should be up for an Oscar. So, so here's, here's what I think we need to do Mm -hmm. to prove either me correct or you correct. Because there's no in-between. No. I'm either dead wrong or you are dead wrong. Yes. We talked a couple episodes ago about Phoenix, Oregon, which was a film Mm -hmm. that got to the top of the box office claiming that it was something using something called virtual theater experience. Yes, virtual box office. And I propose that we shoot anything. Mm-hmm. And say it is virtual box office. Have people pay for tickets. Part of that money, very, 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 very small part of that money goes to independent theaters around our area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We claim that as box office, and we are on the chart. We're we will have the number one film theatrically, right? Yes. That is something we were planning to do. Yes. What we should also do. We totally forgot to do it, but it, that was such a great idea and we should. So we'll do that. But also what we need to do is shoot a similar type of movie, which fucking anything. It just has to be mm-hmm. long enough. 90 minutes of silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we start to promote a theatrical release for the film. For mm-hmm. May. 
we go on Facebook, we put a poster up, we say coming to theaters May, right? Yes. Memorial Day weekend. Absolutely. So, of course, this date comes and goes. We have this film that we can no longer show in theaters because safety issues, correct? Yes. We don't want to get anyone sick. So we we uh, we do the right thing and we pull the movie. We make a big show of pulling the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then when nomination time comes, we submit that film to the Academy as mm-hmm. a film that was had a planned theatrical release. Okay. And see if we, A, get rejected, mm-hmm. B, get nominated. Yes. Or C. Or C, get any kind of reply. Yes. Or C, win. Okay. Now, again, there would be B and so C we, would come we, together. So they're not. If we win, I'm definitely right. If we win an Oscar, you are definitely right. Okay. If we get rejected, I am dead right. And if we get nominated, I'm definitely right. Yes. So I have okay. one option to your two options. I like that bet for you. I, Yeah, I like it too. So I think that's what we have to do. If we are claiming that the... If we are claiming... See, fuck it. We're doing it live. Raw feed. Raw feed. If we are claiming that these, both of these, the box office and the academy, are primed for people running scams, mm-hmm. why are we not then running scams? Because if something's primed for a scam, we're just we're just gonna sit and point it out and not take advantage of it. That seems stupid to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's mainly just us remembering to do it. Yes. I think is always the big problem. So we got to get we, a number one film at the box office and an Academy Award nomination. Yes. All four films that are not even really films. No, no. They're wall, they're footage of walls in our apartments. Yes. With some voiceover, possibly. So I would say until we get nominated, there shouldn't be mm-hmm. a panic about this rule change. I'm not panicking. I'm the same way I uh, revel in the way Universal Studios is taking this opportunity to smack around AMC. I am looking forward to Crackle, Voodoo, Shudder, all of these streaming sites submitting what was always going to be uh, a, a a you know streaming movie of theirs for an Oscar because all they got to do is lie. So all Shutter has to do is say that you know their uh, uh, their I Spit on Your Grave five remake was going to play in theaters over the summer. So they remade. The fifth, I Spit on Your Grave. Yes, of course. It's Shudder. That's a huge property for them. That fifth movie. Wow. They're remaking yeah. f- uh, fifth quals. Five quals. Y- yeah. Yeah. 
That's the biggest thing on their slate, and they could get it nominated for an Oscar now. Is there a possibility that Tubi wins Best Picture before Netflix? I mean, I would bet Tubi is more popular among Oscar voters. But you think so? Yeah, because it's not as much of a competition, and you figure a lot of these really old Oscar voters they're able to find the one movie that they had like a hairdressing credit for Mm -hmm. like Tubi's the only place they could see that movie. That's a good point. So they love Tubi. Um, Yeah. I think it's just a, it's a simple situation where all these streamers, this is their chance to scam. They're going to scam the hell out of the Academy. Does the Academy deserve to get scammed then? Yes. For opening the door. Yes. And and they have this is the same academy that a couple of years ago announced that they were going to have a uh what was it? A best blockbuster popular movie film. of the year. Popular best film. Best popular film. And a week later they had to backtrack and say no, no 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 we didn't mean that. It ain't happening. They haven't been able to have a host of their telecast for the last two years. Like they don't know which way is up. You know, what's ironic. The Academy is it. The Academy is a senile old person that is wandering past a shell game. Yeah. You know, what's actually kind of ironic what? is now with COVID mm-hmm. pretty much everybody in Hollywood is a host. I gotcha. I like that. That that's very true. That's I'm very just gonna true. let that sit. Yeah. So no, that's good. So you're not panicked. You want to take advantage. You're you can't wait for the onrush of people to take advantage of this. Yes. And yes, all, all these streamers are gonna just there's blood in the water, and it's time to get your Oscar nom nom nom. Wow, and the Oscars the chum. Oh, the Oscars are, of course, they're the chum. Crackle's going to submit a, a David Faustino uh, a web series as an Academy Award film. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I can't, I couldn't see Pornhub missing their chance. Oh, they're gonna, they're gonna load that thing. They're gonna send the Oscar uh, forty thousand movies as submissions. So the, the Academy is just going to be inundated with, with porno. Yes. They've opened themselves up to just thousands of links from Pornhub. Well, the thing is, the Oscars, the Academy, we know. And they've got to watch every one of them. They, it, yeah, that, I, that is in the rules. Yeah. But we, as you mentioned in the Academy, they can change their mind tomorrow. Yes. And I think uh, it's the same thing with AMC puffing their chest saying they're not going to show universal movies. I think a month from now, this is going to be totally uh, walked back. Well, you know who's never going to let them forget it. Who's that? The B.O. Boys. No, no. We, we, uh, We never forget. We keep records. We name names. Yeah, you, you, we never forget, and we 
we we never well i was gonna say uh, uh, what is that um forgive we never forgive right never forget and we name names never forget oh we name names absolutely yeah so pat i think Um, we did it oh we definitely did it so where can they contact us well you could email us at the bo boys podcast at gmail.com let us know what crackle exclusive streaming movie you think should be nominated for an academy award this year because they're eligible now so email us the bo boys podcast at gmail.com and uh also let us know is there any chance that you are going to rent the king of staten island in june because Listen, we're shitting all over this movie. I had on my bombs list, but who knows? It's a crazy world right now. Maybe people are going to go see this movie in VOD. I doubt we're going to get, I think this is, like you said, we're going to have to have people report to us because Wall Street Journal ain't releasing numbers for that. Right. Here's one, and we've, I know we're at the end of the show. One thing that just popped into my mind that could be in the favor of the King of Staten Island is accidental buys. Because it's hard to accidentally buy a movie ticket, you know, to accidentally walk into a movie theater. But people could sit on their remote controls. Mm-hmm. And babies could get a hold of a control and start smashing buttons. You know, stoners could um, just keep pressing a button because they, they think it's a keyboard. I don't know. Whatever stoners do. So accidental buys could goose the numbers for King of Staten Island. Could they, That's all I'll say. Could they be looking to finally purchase Staten Island Summer, the Colin Jost coming-of-age film? And Well, I'll say that's a, it's, they might as well package that up as a twofer. But do you think there's going to be people who are mistaking that and being like, you know, I need to own Staten Island Summer. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I'm going to finally purchase it. And they end up with King of Staten Island. And they're like, what is this shit? Where's right, Bobby right, Moynihan? Right. right. And then they're like, oh, he's in this too, probably. Yeah. So they're happy. So they're, they do end up yeah. happy either way. Exactly. Um, that could happen. So th- there are, you know, we're going to be following this story when it comes out. But there, there are reasons that. Uh, this movie could end up making some money, but we'll see. So email us at the BO Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of that theory. And and what you can't do right now is give us money and donate to our Patreon because that is frozen. Mm-hmm. It is frozen until Tenant comes out. So we were we are not taking new patrons. We are not advocating for you to donate. We are reminding you that it is your duty to donate when the freeze is over. So again, yes, that's the next day. Yes, so the freeze ends. You, when you purchase your ticket for tenant, the second purchase you should make is 
a donation to be a boys Patreon mm-hmm. with the funds for the last, I would say, conservatively five months. March, April, May, June, July, March, April, May, June. Yeah, four or five months. Four to five months. Five months. And click on that and 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 give that money because that again, this is a freeze. It is not we're not waiving we're not waiving any charges. We're not waiving any donations. No, no. It's a not absolution. It's a not a forgiveness. It's a delay. Absolutely. So and I and I said in the last episode that I am no longer reporting people who are not paying their patron their patron dues to mm-hmm. their credit card companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I'm no longer doing that. You should no longer be getting phone calls. Right. If you are getting phone calls from debt collectors, then you know what? Deal with it however you are going to because that's on you now. Yes. But there will be no new people reported to creditors because of the lack of patronage. And I have... Stop doing that as of last last week. That's very big of you. Well, this past Monday, I had a few dangling ones that were already in the pipeline, so I wanted to finish up on those. Mm-hmm. But if you have not gotten a call from a debt collector, you will not get a call from a debt collector. So that's great. So I mean, that's that. Yeah, that's that's such a that's a really really nice move on our part. But again. Tenant, once Tenant comes out in theaters, you you may get a call if you don't do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, you can come to uh, Patreon, Bo Boys, link in the show notes. Come window shop. Come look at all the cool things you you will have access to in the coming months, and the things that you are bound to pay for through terms of service of listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. when the economy starts moving again. Yeah. And by economy start moving, of course we mean tenant opening in theaters. The economy that counts, which is the economy of the box office. Yep. Yeah. Once, once we're back to reporting weekend box office numbers, uh, all fees apply. I got a tingle in my, in my, I'm going to be honest, in my mm-hmm. taint area, when you said reporting weekly box office. Yeah. No, that makes sense. The The taint is one of the most sensitive areas to box office results. But I'm ex- that, makes, that makes me so excited. It's going to happen. It's, and it ain't going to be free. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because information should not be free. Nope. Well, wow. What a packed show. And I'm glad that we are continuing our stunning level of reporting during this crisis. Yeah, the the these shows have been amazing. And I I just... You know, we talk about it sometimes... I am jealous of our listeners. Like, I wonder what that feeling is like 
to hear this show every week. It's a it must be pretty great. Tingle. It's the same sort of tingle that I get mm-hmm. right. when I think of weekend box office. Yeah. No, that makes sense. There's a lot of tingly taints out there. Yeah. So there's not right. there's there's I don't think there's anything left to say, Pat. No. Other than it's time. Until next time. Until next time. We'll, we'll smell, smell you, you at, at the box office. The box office. Nailed, Nailed it. it.